This is the WellTech Podcast with Galit Horowitz and Amir Al-Roy. Hello and welcome to the WellTech Podcast. I'm Galit Horowitz and I'm joined by my fellow co-founder at WellTech Ventures, Amir Al-Roy. Hi, Amir. Hi, Galit. So in this episode, we hear from Rick Stolmeyer, the founder of MindBody, CEO at Inspired Fight Technologies and a best-selling author. We met Rick and heard him speak at the Global Wellness Summit here in Tel Aviv not too long ago. At the summit, he was also awarded a very special honor, the Leader in Innovation Award. Amir, what is it about Rick and his work that you find so interesting? I've been following Rick for the last 15 years, so for me, the fact he came to Israel and to the summit was amazing. In 2001, he co-founded MindBody in his garage and sold it eventually for $1.9 billion dollars. The company remains the leading SaaS platform for wellness industry until today. Perfect. So let's get to the interview. This is you, Amir, together with our producer, Jonathan, speaking with Rick Stolmeyer. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the WellTech podcast. We are once again on location and very excited to bring you this recording from the 2022 Global Wellness Summit right here in Tel Aviv, Israel. Uh, we're hearing from thought leaders from around the world, uh, focusing on the intersection between wellness and technology. I'm joined by Amir Al-Roy, co-founder at WellTech Ventures. Hi, Amir. Hello, hello. My name is Jonathan Gall, and our guest in this episode is Rick Stolmeyer, founder of MindBody, CEO at Inspired Flight Technologies, uh, and the author of Building a Wellness Business That Lasts, How to Make a Great Living Doing What You Love. I want to know how to do that. Rick, shalom to you. Shalom. It's great to be here. And now we know that you're also an award recipient. Show me this uh, trophy that uh, you just received, a leader in innovation. A total surprise from the summit, right? Total surprise. Yeah, I had no idea that was coming. <laughs> well, well, congratulations, right? Um, I want to ask you before we get started, we have a few quick questions for you. Just uh, uh, how has it been for you at the summit so far? What do you find uh, interesting? Have you been enjoying yourself here? Well, it's been super inspiring to be here. You know, I've been part of this wellness industry uh, really since the, the concept of wellness started creating a lot of ground in the late 1990s. Uh, and um, have exited the industry in a sense because MindBody, uh, we uh, sold the company in 2021, and um, I planned my own exit as CEO in 2020, stayed on the board for one more year and left that in October 20, 2021. So um, for me, I've, I've felt kind of separated from this industry for the last year. It's a strange feeling for something that's so close to me. But this is also a key part of my professional and entrepreneurial journey mm -hmm. is that I wanted to start something fresh and do something different mm. um, and not have my entire life just be about this one company. But I'll tell you, coming back here and being with these old friends and seeing the innovations and energy in this space is truly inspiring. Yeah, I, I'm never going to leave this industry. You're pulled back in. I am pulled back in. Yeah. Uh, Amir, I want to turn this over to you. Our guest uh, is a keynote speaker here at the summit in Tel Aviv. Uh, what do you find interesting? What do you learn from, uh, from Rick? Actually, there is a fun fact. I shared it with uh, Rick yesterday when we went to a party in Tel Aviv after a very long day in the summit. Uh, I'm co-chairing co the summit and it was my uh, privilege you know, to be here with, uh, with Rick. So I shared with him that I was his first user ever in Israel. Yeah. So I was, uh, I, I took, uh, I, I was, until five years ago, 
I was the owner of a fitness private training uh, chain in Israel. And I was really, I think back in 2008, if I'm not mm. wrong. User number one. User number one in Israel on my body. That's right. And since then, actually, Rick was uh, a role model for me, for, uh, you know, for an entrepreneurial uh, in the wellness and fitness uh, industry. So, you know, on a personal note, Rick, it's, uh, it's quite a dream come true to, to sit here and, uh, and talk to you. Um, and it's my privilege to be here for two, three days with you. And we are going to have dinner tonight and we are very excited. And, and now we have Rick on the microphone. Is there something you want to ask him? Uh, I, I think he, he's open to, to answering well, all our well, questions. First of all, let me just say, Amir, thank you for that, those, those words. I'm, I'm blown away by them, flattered, if you will. Um, uh, what you're doing with Welltech Adventures is, is, is so exciting. Uh, and the spirit of entrepreneurialism, innovation, and tech in Israel is uh, is energizing to me. There's an energy to this place that I, you know, it's my first time to this amazing country. And what you and your father stand for, and you're putting your capital behind Innovative Ventures. Thank you for that, and it's it's an honor to know yeah, you. Thank you, thank you very much. If you could, if you could choose two or three, you know, insights for young entrepreneurs. Uh, you know, it could be Israeli or, or global ones that uh, you want to share. What would you choose? Uh, first of all, entrepreneurialism is a calling. Um, you, you know you want to be an entrepreneur when nothing else feels fully satisfying because it is an incredibly hard journey. Um, and like parenthood or marriage, if you knew how hard it was going to be, <laughs> you might not do it. Uh, if you knew it up front. But like parenthood and marriage, it's the best things you can do with your life because you're truly creating something from nothing, going from zero to one, as they say. But know that it will pull you and stretch you. Uh, it will be like a crucible that boils off all of your karma and traumas <laughs> uh, and reveals who you truly are. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's uh, like that. Those are strong, uh, you know, strong, strong words, basically. So you're saying, yeah, you better be sure you're 100% in it. Yeah. You cannot half-ass this. Mm -hmm. This is like, like anything that it truly matters in life. Uh, it, it requires your complete commitment inside and out. And uh, I've never met a successful entrepreneur who doesn't have that. Anything else you want? You said give us two. Give us, yeah, two, give us two. Uh, two thoughts or two uh, one, one lessons. More. One more. Uh, the second is, uh, one of the insights that, I, that, that um, I share in the book is about how to make great decisions. An entrepreneur has to make just hundreds, thousands of important decisions. Some of these are, are, are game-changing for which direction your business is going to go. Others are just kind of more mundane on a daily basis. And there's others that are in between, like who you hire, who do you choose as a partner. And that is to use your head, your heart, and your gut in concert. Our head is where our conscious, rational mind is. That's where we, we, we look at the, the objective facts about the situation uh, to guide the decision. But your head cannot make the decision. Your gut makes that decision. And the gut is, is the metaphor of our vast subconscious where all of our wisdom truly uh, resides. And our heart tells us what we really want. So and when you have your head, your heart, and your gut working in concert, you will make the best decisions. And by the way, Rick uh, mentioned uh, a book so it's, yes. it's his book, and I bought um, a few books to all of my friends. 
So, you know, Thank so you. I, it was like, a, I think a year ago, more mm -hmm. or less. Uh, so I really recommend it to all entrepreneurs. And, and since we have you only for like uh, 10 more minutes, I want to go through, we have these four questions that we like to ask uh, people here at the summit. Uh, so uh, here we go. The first question is, uh, and we're talking about this a lot. How do you see technology in the wellness industry, that, that uh, intersection between those two big, big ideas? Well, technology is doing a number of remarkable things in wellness, and I'll just pick a few of the dimensions. Uh, I think an area that was of great interest to me as we created our company and we turned it into a cloud software platform was the ability of, of technology to connect people. So this allows more people to access the wisdom and practices of wellness, to access the practitioners, the teachers and trainers and therapists that are necessary for most of us to truly change our lives. Um, most people don't have the ability to get up off the couch by themselves and change a lifetime of habits to live a healthier, happier life. We need those teachers, trainers, coaches, therapists. Mm. So technology is that connection means. Right now at this point, any practitioner in any corner of the world could change your life and deliver that experience to you, obviously remotely. Uh, the pandemic, one of the silver linings was it accelerated that trend. Uh, secondly, of course, is connected wellness. We have the, the ability through the devices that we wear, through the latest technologies that can read, For example, our blood sugar uh, momentarily in a very inexpensive device you just simply wear on your arm uh, to know about our bodies in ways that we never knew before. We, we've learned this week uh, from doctors who now have the latest technologies that help us discover cancers through a simple blood test uh, that were undetectable in the past. And this is going to save people's lives. This is going to reduce pain and suffering. It's going to improve uh, the health and happiness of the world. You started basically mind body on a fitness journey, but, right. it, but it evolved into a wellness journey. Yes. So how are you experiencing the, con the convergence between health, wellness, and technology? Well, you know, fitness if, through the lens of wellness, and there are seven dimensions of wellness, and the very first cornerstone of it is physical well-being. Um, so in the terms of wellness, fitness is physical well-being. It's simply having a body that works. Um, and uh, until you have a body that works, everything else is secondary. You know, that, in fact, if, if, your, body, if your body is, has a, a disease, a life-threatening disease, that becomes your number one priority. If you're unable to find the food that you need to sustain you, you're number one. So it begins with fitness. But you see, that's just the beginning because then it's about emotional well-being and mental well-being and social well-being and spiritual well-being. Uh, occupational well-being, being in a job that not just puts food on the table, but actually um, fills your soul and, and advances your mind. So for me, it, I didn't really understand all of that. What I understood <laughs> were there were these amazing people, and it began with yoga and Pilates and a few other modalities in the late 1990s that were popularizing these th thousand-year-old traditions um, and changing people's lives. And so for me, it changed my life. Was there a moment that, that got you into it? Uh, a teacher you met or a, a place you went to? Well, my old buddy from high school, Blake, showed me this software he'd created for yoga, Pilates, and spinning studios. And I had, had never heard of this thing. That, and, and it was just emerging in LA at the time in, the, in like 1996. It's so interesting that it's a t the software is the thing that got you into... Yeah. Uh, Because I first, if I was going to embark on an entrepreneurial journey, you need, I need to understand the customer. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's step one. You actually need to know what's going on 
mm -hmm. uh, in the marketplace you're in. So I went out and started taking classes and uh, fell in love with the practices and fell in love with the people that were op opening these studios and risking everything. They're you know, borrowing money from mom and dad and friends and family and <laughs> signing multi-year leases and personally guaranteeing those leases so they have everything on the line financially to do what? To hang up a shingle that says Mary's Yoga Studio and she's going to help you live a better life. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, that's something I can get behind. <laughs> All right. The next question we have here is is looking uh, uh, forward. Uh, you know, hearing people talk in this summit and doing all that you do, can you pinpoint trends? Can you tell us what you think uh, people will be interested in over the next decade in in this area? Well, I think we are. That well, first and foremost, uh, this industry is growing faster than ever. It took a major hit uh, during COVID, like so many things did, that involve a lot of face to face interaction. But out of that dip from COVID is now this rapid pace of growth. Um, it, it seems to me and, uh, that in the 2020s, we'll see more growth uh, than we did in the prior two decades combined. And I've been watching this industry for 25 years. Uh, and it, it is about moving beyond just physical fitness, just looking good in your jeans, you know, or your Lululemons. Uh, it's more <laughs> than that. Yep. Um, that we all took, we all have all suffered in our emotional mental and social well-being because of the pandemic. And there's so much going on in the world right now that is very stressful and very concerning from geopolitical situations to just social unrest in countries. And so I see that the wellness industry playing a major role in the health of societies. Because when you go to that class, to that, that experience, um, when you go to the thermal spa, uh, you're, you're socializing. This isn't just to get fit. Because we can work out in our bedrooms. I mean, we can put something on the screen and do that. But people are hungry for that. And I think the wellness industry, they create little tribes. Um, and they give you a, the complete experience. That's how I see the industry evolving and growing. Before we ask you about your, your, your specific personal wellness routine, I have, I have one more thought. Yes. You, serve, you mentioned you served in the Navy. Yes. And we Israelis um, go to the army, mm -hmm. um, so you know. So I think that's some we have some common grounds here. So yeah. what did you take, you know, from that those times in the navy that helped you in your entrepreneurial yeah. journey? So much. I mean, so much. Just basic principles of leadership. Leadership that's based on competence, character, and compassion. Um, understanding that you can take an average person, and through proper development and training. Um, And, and some discipline that they can do extraordinary things. I mean, in the US Navy, we, we launched jets off of aircraft carriers. We operate nuclear reactors hundreds of feet below the surface of the ocean. Um, it, it's absolutely extraordinary. The average age on an aircraft carrier is about 20 years old, 21 years old. I mean, these are, these are very young people. So it taught me at a very young age, I was an officer of the deck on a nuclear submarine um, halfway around the world from my home. And I was 24 years old. Meaning I had, the captain came out after I got qualified and we were transiting out of Los Angeles. Uh, and uh, it's actually a very dangerous place underwater. There's a lot of underwater mountains and things. And uh, we were standing looking at the charts and he says, all right, Mr. Stormar, do you have any questions? <laughs> no, sir. Okay, I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> he went to bed. It was yeah. me and, and I'm in charge of end. like five enlisted guys there in the control room of a nuclear submarine with 140 people on board and nuclear weapons, a billion dollar ship. And he said, all right, you got it. We can connect to that. Yeah. Yeah, powerful stuff. 
Uh, okay, Rick Stormer, the, the, the book is uh, Building a Wellness Business That Lasts, How to Make a Great Living Doing What You Love. Amir has given us a, a great uh, recommendation. Um, congratulations again for this uh, award that you got here at the summit. Thank you. And thank you very much. My thank pleasure. you very much. That's it for this episode of the WellTech Podcast. We'd like to thank our guests, our producers and editors from Shema, and you, our listeners. We hope you enjoyed this one, and please subscribe to our feed wherever you get your podcasts to make sure you hear our future episodes. We invite you to learn more about what we do at welltechventures.com. I'm Galit Horovitz. From me and Amir Al-Roy, goodbye and be well. Thank you, Galit. Be well. Be well.